Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. We're your hosts, Shane Reese, Nick Bryant, Alexis Jensen, Leif Jensen, Heather Taylor, and I'm Amber Keister. Today on the Peak City Podcast, we are sitting with Philip Barnes, who is a Powerline Forester with the town of Apex. And he is going to tell us all about the bees in Apex and the Apex Bee City program. So, Philip, welcome to the program. Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. And we are so excited to learn more about the Bee City program. Can you briefly describe what the Bee City USA program is and how you got involved? It's a nonprofit organization that raises awareness of how important bees are to our community and basically our world we live in. And uh, we create habitats for them, though. We kind of take away their habitats. So we're trying to recreate the habitat for them in backyards, right of ways. I got involved with Bee Cities through, since I'm with the electric department, we're bringing an environmental stewardship program about two miles right away. And we were promoting native pollinators. And so we got some honeybees, and next thing you know, we started talking, and I got to meet the Bee City people of Apex, and we become one big family. And so I guess you say the Bee City starts in your backyard and goes all the way through the power line right away that we got. And that's kind of how I got involved with the Bee Cities. And so I just this morning researched some of this. I'm embarrassed to admit I didn't really know much about all of these things. Like I, I didn't have a great understanding of how important bees were. I just heard they were important. So I did a little bit of research this morning and learned a little bit more. So very excited that Apex is a bee city. So can you tell us a little bit about what we had to do to become a bee city? Well, we had to establish a committee, and that's where the BC committee, and uh, then we had to go along with some guidelines like promoting no pesticide, planting native plants, and educating the citizens on what they need to plant and what time of year and basically what they're attracting so they'll kind of know what they need to plant. So if they want to attract butterflies, they'll plant certain things. If certain bees, they'll plant certain things. That's really interesting. So tell me, what is the electric department doing to support the bees and pollinators? Are you planting certain plants or letting things grow? What are you doing differently? We got some botanists to come in and identify the native and non-native species that is going through the right of ways that we dedicated. And they come back with good reports. And so we're going to promote more native growing plants that attract all kinds of pollinators. And actually, we want to get the birds and the deer and all kinds of wildlife back in with this. But we got to start with the pollinators, and we're not going to worry about no invasive species until we run across the invasive species. We're just going to promote native. When we run across invasive, we'll take care of that and replace it with native. And it's always good to give back when you've had a career of kind of having to take away a little bit. So. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. And when you say invasive, you're talking about invasive plants and... Yeah, stuff that's not pollinated. Like if it's a windblown pollinator, we kind of want to reduce it, not eradicate it, just reduce it and put more pollinated and friendly plants in. The one thing we're doing with the electric right-of-ways is we're trying to get Boy Scout troops to build what they call bee hotels. And we're going to have up and down the right-of-way where the bees can have a place to go in a nest and not worry about it and just do their thing. Bee hotels. What is it? What is, yeah, what are what bee? is a bee hotel? <laughs> uh, you can do them a couple ways. You can take a piece of wood and you can drill six, eight inches down in different sizes for different sizes of uh, the pollinators. Where you can get bamboo, and you know how bamboo's got like a, the chambers. You keep one chambered up, open the other one, and you just kind of tie them together, put them in a spot. The bees come. Gotcha. You can so make them fancier. You can make them 
Like I'd probably make them basic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've got one B called Beyonce, so she yeah, probably requires more of the fancy hotel. She's got she's got a three story going. On. <laughs> and where are the beehives? They're located behind Mount Zion substation. It's a safe place that really nobody should be around. You you would have to stumble and really work hard to get that way. It's fenced off, and then if you want to walk up the right way, it'd be just. More power to you on all that. So, yeah. <laughs> you, so you'd have to, you'd have to really try to get to yeah, get over would, there. Yeah, you would really had to work hard to get to them. Gotcha. Okay. So, real important question. So, how many beehives, and what about the honey? Who gets the honey? All right, we got three hives, and one of them is like some super duper overachievers. I mean, we've already got three hives them. Then one's just got one box, and then the other one's got two. And when it comes to the honey, it's still open because we got so many ideas that people want to do. We want to, oh, you name it. And there's just everybody's got some ideas. So what we'll probably do is do a town-wide, people want the most out of it, stuff like that. So there's a lot of different options for the mm-hmm. honey. A lot of different If options. you want to have honey a certain way, you need to get involved mm-hmm. and get your, let your voice be heard. Yep. That's what I'm hearing. That gotcha. All right. So um, what does the town have planned for National Pollinator Week, which is the third week of June, for those of you who don't know? Let's see, there is a Behold the Humble Pollinator exhibit for community members who will be on display at the Holly Cultural Arts Center. And that is a big, huge, did y'all have a chance to see on Earth Day? Was y'all Earth Day? No. Earth Fest, I'm sorry, Earth uh-uh. It's this huge display that tells you anything and everything you need to know about pollinators. And it's worth just driving out your way to check that out. It's beautiful. Oh, that sounds great. That's amazing. So the, ex- and that exhibit again, is at the Halley Cultural Arts Center? Yep. That's it. And that, I think that's going to be on the pollinator week. Oh, okay. So it'll be there for a full week? Yeah. Okay. And is there any charge to get in there? No, I just walk in. Don't... Yeah. That'd be a great thing for uh, the kids to see. I'm just thinking. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Oh, that's awesome. And very educational. So, which is a great lead into how can individuals and folks buying new homes in Apex make their yards more friendly for bees. All right, the best thing to do is research native stuff. Just go native, educate yourself on what, what you want in your backyard. Like if you want butterflies, you want bees, whatever. If you're allergic to bees, get the butterfly to come in. Mix it up, but you want to keep clusters of the same plant in the area. Don't just pop one here, one there. Keep a cluster of Just quit spraying pesticides. So we as an electric department, we're cutting out our, elect, uh, our pesticides. And so... I advise homeowners to do the same thing. Come up with some home remedy, have to spread more, or just don't worry about it. Get away here. Is there a good place to find out how to create some home remedies for pesticides? You know, I went to Homebrews, and it popped up anything and everything you wanted from Homebrews. B-R-E-W-S? Yeah. Okay, cool. Home remedies, homebrews. Uh-huh. Like Got it. You said you're focused on trees. What's a great tree? I didn't, I was always thinking about bushes and flowers for pollinators. What's a good tree that is bee friendly? A tulip poplar. We call them poplars around right here. A lot of people call them tulip poplars. Okay, that's a great suggestion. And they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Pretty, they're huge and big. They're nice. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you think we should know about the program that we didn't touch on? Yeah, actually, uh, our mayor, he signed a. for 2021 and 22, he signed the Mayor's Monarch Pledge, and that is to keep the Monarch Path open to Apex. And so that's a big deal when it comes to the pollinators. The Monarch Path being where the monarchs yeah, travel? Yeah, the travel area, yeah. Oh, gotcha. I want to say uh, Mexico, but since I say that, I know I'll be wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. It'll be all on me. So, yeah, I think to go to Mexico, we just want to keep a path. 
Gotcha. Yeah, okay. the, the monarch butterflies, they migrate, which I didn't know that until recently. It's a long distance, too. So if you can, if we could keep food plots for them all the way down there, it'd be nice because I hear they're kind of taking away down in Mexico what they need. So I think they like milkweed. Mm, Is that I right? I love that, yeah. So plant milkweed, folks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> keep the, uh, what was it called? The, the monarch pathway? Yeah, that's what I'm calling Keep, the monarch, the, monarch Keep the, the monarch pathway active. Keep the monarch highway going. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come meet with us and chat about this. Appreciate it. So you said we could go. Please. Check it out. I'll give y'all a touch when we do it. And one more thing. The Natural Wildlife Federation has the best information. Perfect. Perfect. They'll certify your garden as a pollinator garden, stuff like that. Also. Oh, you good. That's great to it. know. Yeah. I love that resources. I always like to. And I think the state Department of Natural Resources also has native plants that folks can check out that website as well. So it's a, all these great resources and ways to track bees and butterflies and all sorts of great things that you want in your yard. I feel the need to upgrade my yard now. So yeah. thank you. They <laughs> built a huge pollinator garden down at uh, the native community park. Oh, where is that? Off of Laura Duncan. Okay. Oh, at the Apex Community Park. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. On the Laura Duncan side. Okay, cool. So that's worth checking out too. Look, it's so much good information. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Philip. It was great talking with you today. Thanks.